on the misdisinformation hysteria. A man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest from that old song. A woman told me yesterday, after saying there were no grounds for comparing the 2003 Iraq war to the one in Ukraine, that the Iraq invasion was a minor event and over in a day or two. She lives in Britain, part of the free West with its free press. For the friends of hers who do not know, the Iraq war lasted eight years and killed between 200,000 and half a million civilians. Now, CNN, a Sunday morning journalist also from Britain, says that if you dissent from the U.S. response to the war in Ukraine, you are a victim of and spreader of disinformation. So it's come to this. A thinking person might say, how Putin-esque. But thinking persons are not to be found. So we should probably redefine free press, as in free might connote worthless. It is, for instance, a remarkable and universal mainstream consensus that we are all neutral, empty tin cans out here, psychologically subject to any fantasy that the evil powers want us to assimilate. This is, of course, the Christian view, that we are mindless and gullible and our protectors are the free press. Guys and gals, this is not how human beings work. Insisting this is what and how we function is, well, disinformation. We are, I have found, very complex and marvelous high primates who actually believe that which it suits us to believe. Your media contribution, tell the truth, is to ensure the highest advertising exposure by expressing with dander the lies and myths your audience seems to need to get out of bed every day. If you really intend to neutralize disinformation, you should probably stop spouting it and examine why your citizens have such an appetite for myth and conspiracy, unless, I suppose, you believe what you say. If you do, you're innocent and really stupid. Your consensus or groupthink applied to the endlessly various and different cultural or individual responses to the days of our lives leads to the most extraordinary brainwashings of history. We choose what to believe irrationally. Americans are trained to believe that their country and its foreign policy is always right. Moral clarity, two words that caught fire last Sunday, repeated by talking heads from different networks without a demur. Nobody pointing out that clarity is a theocratic fascist necessity and fantasy. You promote this story because watchers at home will say, aren't we good? The rub is that they need the myth. If you didn't espouse this lie, you wouldn't have a job. I did think there might be dissent on MSNBC, but nothing could be further from the truth. You want a job and so insist that what is always questionable isn't. In my book, there is no possible greater disinformation. Your informations are irrational. Rachel Maddow says this is what Russians do. Russians are a separate species of low IQ and less compassion, she says, essentially, and we believe it because it makes us feel superior. Very simple. What about ism of the month? Texas? Democratically elected administration makes snitching on abortion providers, women who have abortions, anyone who advised her, sheltered her, or fed her fair game to be arrested a la Russia, and prosecuted a la Russia. 
The knock on what aboutism is transparent. There is no conspar- there is no comparison between us and them. Yes, there is. From Iraq to Texas, the similarities fester. It was only inevitable the old British bastion of self-regard would join in. In other news, in my disinformation campaign, I am going to study up on the Gorbachev-Yeltsin years. I have heard from one, no, several distorters of history that both Russians tried quite hard to open up trade and diplomacies with the West. So apparently even did Putin and were rejected. I'm going to study, I don't know yet, but I do remember Castro tried to get the US to buy Cuban sugar after the revolution took Havana. The US refused. A sort of world order of sanctions became the real power behind US power. Good thing too, since her military prowess has proved, like Russia's rumor, much exaggerated. If this Western power of no was exerted, I wonder why. Do we need an enemy that much? So even when they try, admit surrender, and ask for help, we would rather push them away, justifying our massive military expenditure and reassure our masses that they are safe at night so they can, as George W. Bush so eloquently said, perform their duty as Americans and shop. <laughs>